Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi everybody um our boy won the triple crown that was cool oh yeah shouts out katsu um i also found out that one of that the akira hokuto's son that uh is married to rin is the fan of the same football team as I am, which is the Bears. So um, I now know that he lives in the same amount of pain as I do every single mm-hmm. week uh, when it comes to bat to basketball to football. So um, yeah, that's, basketball ain't that's much better. Whole... The Bulls have been bad for like twenty we years that, now. Man. We don't talk <laughs> about that. That's really, no, we, we had really that. We sad. had that minute where we had like Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler and Noah, and it was that was the last time I like yeah. felt something about basketball. <laughs> since then, it's just been pain. Um, yeah, I'm winning. I'm winning in fantasy though in our fantasy league. I'm two. And oh out. yeah, yeah. I have been so unlucky in that because I you had have. like I had like <laughs> the second or third highest score both weeks and still lost the games. Like I, like, I mean, I, I might everybody. Bar the person I played. <laughs> it was terrible. No, this week you got the lowest. This week was rough for you. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Last I checked, I had like 300 more than most people. But I don't know. I didn't go back and look. Anyway. I don't know either. I'll, I'll, last note is that Anthony Davis might be injured and I might just lose <laughs> forever now. That's fair. He's been, yeah. he's been carrying. <laughs> that's that's why you don't pick some of those dudes. Though. That's why like you, you got to... Pick your poison there. Cause somebody picked Zion, and I was like, "Good luck <laughs> with Zion, brother. That guy's gonna play thirty games. So have fun." But um, yeah, that's that's basketball. Um, we are here for stardom. Uh, but before that, a plug: head on over to the Five Star Network co for all of the great articles on podcasts from the wonderful world of pro wrestling. Um, there's an actress girls thing starting. From from Sandre, so we're we're you know expanding the coverage of Joshi to actress girls, which is a pretty cool promotion since it kind of, I would say, rebranded, um, essentially died and came back. Uh, yeah, died and came back, and now has Fuka at the helm. Fuka obviously trained the original class of people in Stardom. You can see her influence still in the Stardom product because uh, there's a lot of stuff she does in actress girls that you're like, oh, that was her idea, okay. Um, so yeah, if you're a stardom fan, I think actress might interest you. So that's a good show to, to kind of get in on the ground with, with actress girls. So yeah, check that out on the five star networks, uh, various pages. I, I don't know where, it, where it's going, to be honest. I, I haven't looked into it. Yeah, so. It'll be up there. So. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, as uh, we said kind of last week, Dylan and I were on the Five Star uh, Joshi podcast. It's an unrelated thing. It's Scott's show on the Fight Game Media uh, Patreon. Uh, we did a Joshi draft along with Xavier and Scott. So if you want to listen to that, it was a good fun. Uh, people have been 
loving it. I, I saw one tweet that was like, I've listened for two minutes and I'm already on the floor. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we were, <laughs> it was, it was a wild time. So um, yeah, go ahead and listen to me picking the greatest roster ever assembled. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything. And listen to hear me pick Kurumi Haragi. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Cause Scott was, Scott was doing like a halfway point, you know, recap and he laughed when he got to your pick. Because I like Karubi. Karubi's cool. I also I told everybody I was picking Karubi like top four, and then I picked her fifth, and I was like, I think that's fair. Yeah, but you know, you you, you picked her ahead of some some uh, interesting names. I think what was Namely, funny is somebody, somebody, yeah. But I think Hazuki got picked after her, and you were like, damn it! And it was like, well, you could have you could have picked yeah. Hazuki <laughs> instead of Karubi. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, that is what that was your new pick to get bullied for, and uh, yeah. We had, we had a fun time. I also anyway. briefly. I also watched that Sendai show, and I immediately regretted not picking you. Um, yeah, I was just like, man, she she's so cool. She's so good. She's a beast. <laughs> I I regret missing out on Aroha now because uh, she had some dog on that Sendai yeah. show, and I was like, damn, I haven't seen this from her in a while. Let's go. Um, but yeah, that was that was a fun time. You're all here for stardom. It's been an interesting week in the world of stardom. Uh, the first place like, to go. I feel like we should start like a segment called Injury Report, where we just hmm. talk about like how people's injuries are going. Yeah, um. maybe. Uh, I, I I don't know how much we would know because they're always like, "Hey, they're hurt," and then well, they're like, just like, "Hey, they're back." Like for example, I mean, Starlight Kid is back in the dojo uh, yes. today. She's on a show. She's on a show in, in two weeks, but sh- yeah. her first day of training back is today um utami is still silent tam still might be dead we haven't heard from her um we'll talk about tam in fact uh other people are still injured i don't know i just feel like we really should like like <laughs> take time on these motherfuckers because they are out yeah but yeah. that that would require a lot of extra work so i'm, I'm not about that life um but yeah as you kind of mentioned tam nakano it was announced uh just yesterday it seems like that she is off the November 18th pay-per-view, which is Stardom Gold Rush, where she was meant to defend her championship against Suzu Suzuki. Uh, the new match is Suzu versus Starlight Kid versus Azumi. That will be Starlight Kid's return match. It's a special match. Um, just kind of throwing it out there to replace Tam. And they don't know when Tam's back. They don't know. They didn't say when the world title Whoa. match is going to be. They didn't say. Sunny like, what alluded the... to something. Um, okay. Sunny yeah, I was gonna to... on the English Twitter. They yeah, were like, English. "What's gonna happen with the world of Stardom title?" And I was like, "Well, you should tell us." No, but, but I really. So what happened was he responded to somebody. I think it was on Scott's tweet. Uh, somebody was like, "Oh, well, they only have two shows to end the year, so it's like, are they just gonna do it at the year end?" And then Sunny, Sunny said, "There's." one more show that you're forgetting and it's in tam's hometown so that early december show is definitely where they're hoping tam will be back yes yeah that's kind of where i was looking at the the dolphins arena with the sponsored tournament thing um so yeah i don't like i i said this last week i mean i saw this last week when they they didn't cut any promos for it they'd stopped advertising it we did a whole segment where i was like dude tam is not that match is not happening. 
and then yeah, Monday or yeah, the following Monday, they're like, yeah, it's 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 off. Um, it's actually funny because I was talking to Xavier actually about it, um, Xavier and Scott, but mostly Xavier about like. Uh, I think Tam is either like retiring or like they expect her to be back like in the next few weeks because they wouldn't. It feels like the way that they're doing it with a leg injury, you know, usually, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if if she tore her ACL, she's not coming back. You know what I mean? Like, but if it's like an ankle injury or a knee injury, which I believe they confirmed it was a knee injury, um, with a knee injury, either you know or you don't. Either it's like it's long term and you're going to be out, or your knee's just kind of fucked up right now and you'll be fine if it, you just rest it. You know what I mean? And it sounds like the latter is the case for her, um, because if they haven't vacated the belt, they assume she'll be back within the next month, I would imagine. Um, month, month and a half at least. So, yeah, that's that's just a thought that I had. In fact, I had that like 10 minutes before they announced that she was out for this show. <laughs> like it was, it was very serendipitous, but yeah, that's yeah. just a thought on Tam. Like the general sense is that they don't know. Like they, they seem to be taking it day by day. Um, Which considering, to me, like I said, means that it's more likely than not minor. It's just, she can't work on it. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I mean, they thought she'd be fine for this. So clearly they, they have no idea. So, but, but I don't know. Point being is that it's like if it was major, they would know. Well, I don't know. By it's now, a, it's a knee. It's been like it's been like three weeks. They would have yeah. taken an, an X-ray. They would have figured it out and been like, "Oh, this is like a severe injury that she cannot come back in the next two weeks from." Instead, it, it sounds like it is just like a lingering problem that hopefully will get better. They assume will get better. It's not something like, you know, like I said, it doesn't have that timetable. So it being indefinite kind of gives me a little bit more hope that she'll be back promptly um, compared to, like I said, if she tore her meniscus, it's like she's out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not sure they have a full understanding either because they, they're just being so mysterious about it. There's no, oh, she might be back on these shows. There's no, this is the timeline. It's just, yeah, she, she's like gone for this and then that's it. And we're going to do the match when we do the match. And it's like, okay, cool. Um, it's really the worst possible time for them because, like, they need to start ramping up for Sumo Hall. We are uh, six, seven weeks away from a Sumo Hall show to end the year. They need to start ramping up the, the big matches. And now you can't do that because your world champion doesn't have a knee. And you don't, like, you don't, you don't know what her status is so i i think it's it's pretty shit for them that she's out because it's like now everybody has to sit around and just wait like everybody's just sat in limbo again and that's a, that's been a big problem with stardom this year is people just sitting around twiddling their thumbs waiting for stuff to happen and now it's it's gone into your world title scene because your champion is injured it's it's really the worst possible time um for that to happen yeah i mean we're we're in rough shape right now as a yeah. as stardom. Um, as I say, if it was me, I would have I would have done a different match. Like I, I think it's very easy to just do a different match and have Tam challenge when she's back. You know, I know AEW gets some flack when they do this, but 
it works. I mean, you get an interim champion, the interim champion faces the real champion, and it's it's a it's a big match. And it's I it's like easy. interim champions in wrestling. I think people give it a yeah. bad a bad rep because AEW did it kind of poorly. Um, yeah. One of the times. Well, the other times I thought yeah. were kind of cool, but Oh yeah, the punk way. ones were like perfectly valid. Yeah. And the the Thunderosa one was valid, but her injury ended up kind of being too long term. Um, Which I get, but yeah, yeah, I mean like it's I don't know. I I do think that it's it's a case of like that would be fine. And I also think that we kind of look at it Micah's on the pre-show of this Gold Rush show, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is getting in the way of other things, it feels like. Because it feels yeah, like Suzu, Micah's Suzu story has been going on thing. for fucking 17 yeah. years at this point. And it's just like, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it later. I don't know. Like, it's, it's just everything's kind of getting in the way of everything. Obviously, injuries are going to do that. But it's just kind of, I don't know. I feel like you got to play it by ear at this point, which I know, like I said, people get kind of uh, flack for as wrestling companies for playing things by ear. But I just think that'd probably be smarter of them because I don't know what they can really do right now. Yeah. What I do know now is they really, really want to do this Tam Sia match. <laughs> there has to be something going down after that match for them to be this adamant to do it. Um, so, I don't know. Very interested to see how things go. Um, I think they're going to give themselves as much time as possible. And if Tam isn't able to go for that, early December Nagoya show, I think they will vacate um, and they'll probably do, you know, a, a big thing to crown the new champion at Sumo Hall because that's probably the best way to do it if Tam isn't around is just going, hey, Sumo Hall is where we crown a new champion. That's enough of a selling point as is. Um, so I think they'll just take it by take it day by day as they have been and I don't know, if it was me, I would have rushed it. I would have said, hey somebody else's champion Tam, you can have your match when you're back. If that but means you do Tam Suzu at Sumo Hall, then so be it, you know? So I, also I don't know. They didn't want to do the, the Mayu thing again, where it's kind of just like. Yeah. Like Suzu ain't Tony, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it might only be like V1, V2. I think that's okay. I, I don't mind short title reigns at all. So. I mean, they did that to Julia earlier. Yeah. Julia, um, uh, Mina, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it can happen and it's not the end of the world so i don't know but yeah we'll have to wait and see on tam uh as you kind of alluded to there rumors abound about julia so yesterday that's what i learned yeah this was so this was such big news it brought sunny out of hibernation because that man was gone (laughs) he went dark did not want to leak the big news for gold rush he was like i'm i'm out uh, but this Julia stuff brought him him back. So yesterday, PW Insider, who have gained a really good track record for Joshi out of nowhere. You know, I don't know where I, they got sourced up. but I know that I we them. aren't going to talk too much about it, but I do think that the, the domino effect was very funny of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, because it started with Sari, right? It started with the Sari Sukeban thing, where she's staying in Japan and wrestling long-term for Sukeban. And that's cool. Uh, but it started with that. And everybody was like, oh, dope. Like, you know, WWE is not, not fucking with us. And then the Julia thing came out. Um, and then people, including me, I, I made a joke on Twitter, uh, were kind of like, hey, hey, Tony, you should, you should like try harder with women's wrestling. You ever thought about that? And then 
this is what I kind of believe. Uh, Tony was like, well, I signed Megan Bain. Uh, every, tell, tell everybody I signed Megan Bain. Tell, tell them all. And then that <laughs> led to to Sonny doing a Sonny. And uh, we'll talk about that momentarily. Let's start with the Julia thing. I just think it's funny how like the domino effect of just Joshi news okay. yesterday was very what funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, PW Insider gained a good track record out of nowhere of Joshi scoops. I don't know how. Um, maybe because they got in with Skiban. I think the Sukiban people would know maybe what's going on. Um, but they, they're pretty reliable now. And they reported that Julia is so deep in negotiations with WWE that she could visit the PC next month. <laughs> and this uh, month. Wasn't... I don't know. It was, it was, they're the same thing. Later basically. this month, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that set alarm bells off because obviously Julia is a double champion. Uh, she's a big star. And for her to leave abruptly would be crazy. Um, but then kind of Dave Meltzer, who has been really good about this story, he kind of added on some kind of context. And it was, yeah, she's maybe WWE has had interest in Julia since 2019. I'm sure they've talked with her, but she's under contract through March. And somebody else had actually told me before that, that people in New Japan already expect Julia to be on Battle of the Valley. So it was like yeah. even before Dave, I had been told like, listen, she's she's still on that show. It's not, you know, she's not gone right away. Um, but yeah. So Dave kind of said, hey, don't panic. She's locked in until March. That's when things might change. So you know, not to name names or anything. I don't know anything, but uh. Heel Shirai loves contract tampering. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, you never know. Um, I, I just I just say that because of the Utami story, where yeah. it was like, Utami had to be like, no, I think that's like, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> when he was just like, oh yeah, come to the, come to the performance center, you know, we can, we can hang out, we can talk about some stuff. It's, Utami's like, I don't think I could... I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> um, sounds like the same thing might be happening. Maybe we should keep Stardom wrestlers out of America. Yeah, yeah. It I, sounds I'm, like this I'm happens game. every time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like it's it's remarkable almost. Sumi Sakai takes them to an NXT taping, and that's it. Like Shawn Michaels is hitting them up straight away. <laughs> like, hey, you want me to ruin you like Saturday? Let's, hey, let's, listen! Let's don't you you money. gotta leave y'all gotta leave Shawn Michaels alone. That man is a king. Sorry, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard you say. Um, oh, listen! I, I know, know I know the context you're saying it in, but like you never expect you to say it. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, if you completely like leave aside his wrestling career, a god among us. You know, See, he's, I, he's, I, he's great. I was a big Shawn Michaels fan growing up, but I think most people are because they're like six. But like, it's also true. Uh, I don't know if his stuff has aged well as an adult, so. But you know what? That that doesn't matter. What matters is he got some cool women in NXT, and uh, they actually get booked properly. So I, I am I'm rocking with the Michael Hickenbottom, and uh, he is a king. What I will say about Julia, this was gonna happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's like the most obvious sign. Her now wrestler stardom has had maybe ever she's like 
instantly more marketable than than Eo. She's more marketable than Kyrie. Marketable than Mayu. All of it. Like she is she is a slam dunk. You you signed this woman. So I think the the reports were a surprise just because it was like, oh, she could be gone now. <laughs> um, but it's like obviously there the interest was gonna be there. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's Julia. Yeah, I mean Yeah. I don't know, it's it's interesting uh because I just I don't watch WWE. So it's like I and I'm not even like the hugest hugest sound like Trump. Um I'm not even the hugest uh Julia fan. And like if she leaves, I get it. And she probably should sooner or later. I talked about this before. I think that Starm has a problem with like what do you do with former red belt champions? You, you, you make a new you make them a you make them a new belt like that's what like you know what i mean like that's what they did with julia like that doesn't you just give them the tag run until the wheels fall off and then just go oh just you know like that that's just how it kind of feels um with them and with julia it feels like she's such an obvious like yeah somebody in america is going to sign her um obviously as i said i would have preferred um if tony khan decided to not be an idiot and be bad and sexist uh, and all keep that. Him away. Keep, um, keep him away. Keep, keep him away. <laughs> yeah, but I actually watch those shows. That's the issue. So I would so? like to see Julia. I don't know, man. Still... I, don't want, I don't want to see Julia versus like half of that roster. I'm sorry. As um, if she even gets on television. You know, she might just be stuck on Rampage or something. I don't know. Um, but then, but then uh, they can send her back <laughs> on yes, excursion. Of course, to a little place called Stardom. Yeah, that that would be that would be so beast. Um, she can learn the ropes again, <laughs> start from the bottom. Yeah, just cut oh, again. What um, fucking day yesterday was. Hello. Uh, the thing with Julia to WWE especially is, I feel like it won't work. Um, <laughs> because like you look at Kyrie going there, and Kyrie pre. WWE was like beating bitches and was like really stiff and all that sort of stuff. And Julia is bitches and is really stiff and does a Northern Lights bomb. Uh, she's not going to be allowed to do any of that in, in no. WWE. The only thing, the so, only thing that Joshi's are allowed to keep are like their strikes, which is why EO is so yeah. different. And Kyrie can still throw a backfist. Asuka, Asuka, Asuka has can so still far been throw fine. a backfist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but EO what, is what completely different Julia, because of that. Yeah, like like EO has been able to eventually transcend everything else, but how is Julia going to do that? I feel like she'll end up in the same boat as Kyrie, where they're like, oh, we're fine, but you're not what we, what we bought. You're not what we signed. Because Kyrie in WWE especially is like, yeah, you're a good wrestler, but you're not, like, you're not laying them out here. You're, not, you're punching people, you know? It's, and, I, would, I would even compare it, and there's a difference because Shinsuke is definitely more voluntarily washed than Julia would be. But I think it's similar to Shinsuke in that it feels like she's do she, I feel like she would do a faux version of what she does in every context. And like mm-hmm. the commitment is what makes her good. Right. Um, even just down to lore, like you don't do lore in WWE unless you're the Usos. 
really, right? Like yeah. the Usos in the New Day and the Usos in the Bloodline. That's the only lore you get. <laughs> um, Julia's not getting her lore. So, like, that's a big part of, like, what people like about Julia. I mean, it's a part of what I'm not too fond of, but, like, that's the selling point is that she has, like, this emotional captivation because of how she, as a character, reacts to things and how aggressive she brings things to like it, it's just a very nuanced and specific thing that she brings to the table that would just not work in wwe at all um mm-hmm. even more so than sare right because sare is just a great wrestler sorry you know she's just a phenomenal wrestler how they didn't make that work i don't know but julia if you jesus christ i just got a fucking windows notification that bled my ears um no. Julia, if you strip her down and take away like the Japanese style that she kind of has and you Americanize her, I don't know what she has left. And that's not me trying to shade her. I just, I genuinely don't know. Yeah, you'd She's have a her very cool. Japanese style wrestler. You know what I mean? She is. She is. I mean, Hideki doesn't train her for no reason. Um, mm. You know, she'd, she'd have her cool looks and probably a cool hat. And she would do that one step up kick to the face. She'd also and that would be probably be the, her finisher. She'd also be uh she also could never live up to the other Hideki trainees um that wrestle in WWE. Like okay. so what's That's the too. point? <laughs> she'd be she's definitely like she'd be like second or third in, in that EO group that they're doing. So it wouldn't even be yeah. full Julia, she'd be henchwoman Julia. So yeah, I, I with with her, it's like obviously they're gonna sign, they're gonna try hard to sign her, but it's like I don't know if your return is gonna be worth it because I don't know if she works in that style unless they make some real concessions, her and her alone. Because uh, no way she's doing a Northern Lights bomb in WWE, not a chance. You know stuff like that. So yeah, with Julia, I think it's just uh, we'll have to How wait and see. Julia? I don't know. It's a good question. Might be like twenty eight. Uh, fuck, I forgot Julia's a common name. Hold on. <laughs> I look up Julia. It's just twenty nine. She's twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um, yeah. She'll be thirty I, the, by the time she joins. Yeah, the way I look at it is that it's like the worst thing about signing to WWE is when a wrestler wastes their prime years as a wrestler. Um, yeah. Like that is the problem, right? That's why, like, I am scared to death that Katsu is going to have some dumb idea after this All Japan run, and he goes there when he's, you know, male prime in wrestling is around thirty-five, and I'm pretty sure he's like thirty-five. Him going there would effectively end his career, because <laughs> even if he comes back six years from now, he'll be an older guy. He's not going to be doing much. Um, not to talk about women in their primes in like a weird way but i do think her going there now even if she gets back out four years from now if it doesn't go well like that's a big chunk of time that she Mm -hmm. could be like really becoming one of the best wrestlers you know what i mean oh yeah her coming back at 35 36 again not to be ageist but it just doesn't work it's it's going to be more Kyrie than it is I don't know. It's a good example. You know, it's going to be more Kyrie than it is like a Hazuki. Dash, which is maybe a... is. How old is Dash? <laughs> Dash she has aged like fine wine. She could be like forty or twenty-five. Honestly, yeah. she's thirty-five. She's thirty-five. Okay, yeah, like she she won't be Dash. That's for sure. 
um, exactly. very few people are. Dash Chizako, she's she's a beast. Shout um, out to yeah, no, I... match, by the way. <laughs> oh, dude, um, that was crazy. But absurd. Um, yeah, Julia to WWE. I I think I'm like, it's probably gonna happen. Uh, we have see, time also, to that... wrap things up. Yeah, go on. At least, like, uh, you know, you probably get the Mercedes money match, uh, assuming Mercedes ever comes back. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know at this stage. She meant to be back in like August, but. Yeah, and, and her fan, her fans are very upset that she's not on Wrestle Kingdom, and everybody's like, "Where is she? Like, this isn't, <laughs> yeah, this isn't an issue I mean, of like New Japan being uh, negligent. It's just like, I don't think anybody knows what the fuck's going on with her, or what mm. what she's up to. So, I mean, you might get the Mercedes match. You have time to do a Nutami match. You have time to put over Suzu or Micah and give over the leadership to DDM if no, she's she if she that. is leaving. So. I think we'll know based on how she's booked, <laughs> kind of if she's going beforehand. But mm-hmm. I would assume since it's leaked this early that WWE is like super into her, then she's probably gone. Um, you can say contract tampering all you want; it exists everywhere. You just don't. Your only goal is not to get caught. Basically, <laughs> like it happens. All right, Damian Lillard had his agent going. I want this one team. If you get me, I'm not playing. <laughs> like. That happens. This this is real world. This sort of stuff will happen. So chances I mean, are they may even have her in a, like a verbal agreement already. I don't know. But and I'm in a I'm in a fuck Tony Khan type of mood. Uh, past few days. Um, to, yeah, Tony Khan like gets very upset about the contract tampering. Um, Will Osprey won a singles match on the biggest show ever for not his home promotion. Who he has said he is leaving. Yeah. Like, just because he didn't ask Will Ospreay to join the company verbally, as far as we know. Like, <laughs> guys, like, <laughs> let's not, gotta, let's, you know? let's, you know, common sense here. Um, and that was actually the, the dispute that I, like, a d- conversation I had with some people was that it was like, oh, well, Tony Khan doesn't want to, like, contract tamper, so he wouldn't talk to Julia. I was like, no. I just don't think he would. really cares. He He's could definitely talk to person. Julia. He would. Like, do you you think he hasn't done it for Fulham and the Jaguars, especially the Jaguars, like the NFL, yeah. very competitive league? He has in his bollocks never tampered. <laughs> like that man hits up agents as uh, as soon as he can. I'm sorry. So and and yeah, that's what I mean. Is that it's like, and this is a very you know uh, you know this is dating 101. Matchmaking 101. If he wanted to, he would, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that's why everybody gives him shit for it. Because, um, yeah, I, like I mentioned, it's like if Julia was going to leave, I would like her to leave to somewhere that I watch. Um, but same time, do I really trust AW to do that? Not really. No. So, no. You know. I mean, we're still waiting on Mariah May to like show up. And, She's definitely you know. helping Tony win that belt. Oh, man. Tony thing. It's timeless. I wish it was, so it wouldn't be on the television. But you know what? Here we are. Um, Anyway, they've announced the full card for Stardom Gold Rush at Osaka Arena. That's our last bit of news to go through. I I was kind of, I was kind of like, you know, alley ooping that up for the Megan news, but I guess that doesn't really matter all that much. It really doesn't, honestly. Um, Speaking of Megan. Uh, she's in the, the pre-show match here. It's a time difference battle royal. 
It's Saeeda, Mio Amasaki, Lady C, Yuna Mizumori, Mika, Mina Shirakawa, Hanako, Megan Bain, and Billiken Death. Because this is Osaka, she is Billiken Death. Um, so yeah, fun times. Uh, we have a Moneyball tournament first round match. We have Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla versus Natsuko Tora, Momo Anabe, and Raka. And then a Moneyball tournament uh, first round match. It's Amisore, Saki Kashima, and Konami versus Mai Iwatani, Hazuki, and Hanan. The two winners of that go through to face each other in the Moneyball contest, which I'm pretty sure is a ladder match. Yeah, it will be. All right. So, um, and it also might be for the title, depending on how uh, Bari Bari Bombers are feeling. Yeah, if Julia's like, "Hey, by the way, I am going," they'll be like, "All right, get 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 Han on them belts. Get that belt on." Hell Hanan. yeah! Yeah, um, I'm rocking with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have Starlight Kids return match. It is Suzu Suzuki versus Azumi versus Starlight Kid. Uh, we have in mixed martial arts UWF rules match. It is Siri versus the Scandinavian Hurricane, also known as Alice Inc. Um, we have a high speed championship match. It's May Sarah and M- versus Momoka Hanazono. And then the presumed main event is a Wonder of Stardom championship match. Mariah defends against Sioriano. So, of all the injured people, the only one on here is Kid. So still mm. no Momokogo, still no Ayasakura, still no Natsupoi. Ayasakura, speaking of injury report, Ayasakura did tweet the other day that um, she the injury she had was one that she could have worked with um, right. eventually, but then she kind of talked with the trainers and was like, considering it's so early in your career, you're going to want to you're going to want to uh, recover fully from the injury uh, before you get back. Because if you don't, you're more likely to have, you know, 10 more matches than have to retire uh, effectively. So she is recovering fully. That's why she's taking so long, quite frankly, is because it's like no wrestler really ever recovers fully from anything. Um, If you could tell, (laughs) Uh, she is, has been ordered to recover fully from her injuries. So that's why it's taking yeah. so long for her. That's good. We were glad to see it. Um, I was just surprised that there's like still no word of her coming back. But uh, yeah, the the injury bug is still alive yeah, and kicking. You got to keep an eye on them tweets, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I have to take off this hoodie because it is warm here. Do you want to do the Megan thing? You seem really into it. Oh, yeah. So. Um, So... News that I kind of already knew because she was at an AEW show that I was at, not in her hometown. So I kind of assumed she might have a deal there. And this was like three months ago. Um, Megan Bain is officially signed to AEW. Um, Megan Bain, as far as I'm aware, as far as it sounds, uh, separately negotiated her, her deal with Stardom and got it approved by Tony Khan and by AEW. So she has been in Stardom. Uh, similar to how Tony Storm back in the day when she was NXT UK champion, uh, NXT didn't really have much for her to do. So they were like, so she was like, yo, can I go wrestle in Japan for a little bit? And they were like, yeah, but you can't lose. And she's like, okay. And then she proceeded to have a run there, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, similar to that, where it's like kind of, there's no relationship between the companies, but the wrestler themselves have some level of autonomy because they're low priority. Um, in terms of booking in the company. So Megan Bain, um, of her own volition, went to stardom. 
the reason this became a talking point was because uh, the report coming from within AEW worded it specifically that she um, was sent to aid sent to stardom by AEW uh, to work. Uh, and Sonny, as we said, uh, decided to break his radio silence by noting that nobody in AEW has ever spoken to stardom a- in terms of sending a wrestler over. This spawned a bunch of outrage about, oh, Sean Ross up Spaz's job, and oh, why aren't they together? Oh, what about this? Nobody seemed to really get it that uh, it's just a separate thing. Like People Megan can't read. No, that's, no, that's what I've learned. Like I, I went but to the school worst part, for a long time, and they taught us to read, and they taught us reading comprehension. Me as well. But that does not exist anymore. In fact, I went to I went to summer school because I couldn't read uh, in first grade. That's true. Um, I was a very bad reader until I was no longer a bad reader, and now I'm a writer. Would you look at that? Um, but no, the worst part is is because you're right. Like it's very simple. Of like, oh, so like this wrestler just is a low priority. In terms of AEW, so she was like, yo, can I go? And they were like, yeah, sure. Very simple inference there. However, AEW decided to say, no, I disagree. That's not how it happened. Which I don't think is how that works. Well, I just think in their mind, Emma agreeing was essentially sending her to go to maybe catch their eye because she is coming back off of a very long injury layoff yes and i think uh, maybe they weren't happy with her work post-injury because obviously like a, said, an I injury like her... hers is is not sorry go ahead i watched her lose to maki Yudo, um and willow but you, you know like I, I like yeah they she was not she's not making hits <laughs> before yeah. she left like you know she she came off a very a bad injury, I imagine. It kept her out for a very long time, so you're not going to be 100% after that. So if I'm AW and she's like, oh, I've got a tour coming up, of course I'm going to say yeah and we'll keep an eye on you and we'll see how you're doing. So from AEW's perspective, that's probably what they meant. It's, yeah, we allowed her to go and we're keeping eyes on her because we want to bring her back and have her on our shows. And I think it's that simple. But I just think Sonny is just at times so combative that he had to be like yes. no no there is no agreement aw didn't help at all and it's like well dude like who cares <laughs> why are you doing this publicly who like this is He's, a- to be fair this this same thing happened when tony storm came over on reddit yes. not yeah. twitter so it was so, a lot like, smaller you're using the company's account what are you doing like tony yeah. khan never ever shuts down this stardom stuff for a reason he's a business guy you don't talk shit about a potential partner publicly ever that's that's plainest easiest thing imaginable so if i had a guy who was running my english stuff and he's come he's fighting and basically going no aw didn't help at all screw that i'm just like dude shut up (laughs) like stop it so to be fair i think that there's a different vibe no i think there's a different i think there's a different view of it because I think AEW would actively be bad for stardom if they got into an agreement. And I think stardom would actively be good for AEW if they got into an agreement. So I think him being like, no, Tony Khan is not the savior of wrestling. We did this. It has nothing to do with him. I think he shouldn't have said it. I think it was a sunny thing to do. 
right? I think it was yeah. like, like Leak you know, to Dave. You do that but, every day. <laughs> Just yeah, tell true. Dave, tell Dave the actual story that they. But do. I think, I think fundamentally, him being anti AEW and Stardom having an anti AEW stance is valid. Like, I think that people give it a lot more flack, which is what I was noticing and what I kind of took note of more yesterday. Was that it's like a lot of people are like, man, what if if, AEW, if if stardom just gets over it and just grows up, it would be so good for them. How? How would it be good for them? They don't get the Brian Danielsons. They don't even get the Chris Jerichos. What does stardom get from that? And I think that was kind of because, of course, this all brought up another AWX stardom conversation because it always does. And I was just like, what does stardom get from that? Jamie returning for a little bit? Yeah, that'd be cool if she ever returns from injury. Mariah? Yeah, that'd be cool. But like, none of this in comparison to, oh yeah, we're just going to sign Julia now. Cool. And we're, ooh, Tommy looks kind of cool. Can we have her for, for six months and then she just never goes back? Is that cool? Like, it's a net negative for them. So them, and also, uh, I don't know if you know this, I think they might still be mad about the B Priestley thing. Not saying, yeah. just saying. Uh, um, also, eight, like, the time that they asked for an A to be a wrestler and got blanked. So, like, yeah, like, stardom has every right to dislike AEW, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, yeah. Like, I don't think it's like, I, like, yeah, like, I get it. My only issue is you don't do it on the company accounts. Totally. Like, that's totally. the only. No, that's, that's totally bad. Like, that's just dim. Just you don't do that. That is business one hundred one. Like, you just but, don't do that. That is so. Sunny 101 more than it is anything. <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm like, I was like, yeah, that's a non-factor. Who would have expected Sunny doing something you shouldn't do on I a know. public account? Um, he's so yeah, detrimental, no. isn't he? Like, he just, he fights with journalists. He is constantly, like, snappy with everybody. It's like, why would anybody want to cover this promotion when they are actively telling you to go fuck yourself, basically? Well, I mean, that's also the case... Um... <laughs> They also said go fuck yourself with the um recent issues with Bushi Road fight that have have plagued stardom um that many people are upset about in Japan. This is a Japan news thing, so we don't have a ton to say about it. But uh the show the other day, um it was announced on like a twenty four hour uh you know, I forget what the word is. Um it was not okay. like early, yeah, a twenty-four hour notice that the show was going to be two and a half hours late or something like that, um, or two and a half hours early, and to, to, the like that made it so that wrestlers couldn't appear on it because there were issues um, with travel; they wouldn't have gotten in on time. A lot of fans couldn't go, staff members couldn't go. Uh, it was all real fucked up. Julia was complaining about it online. She was like, I asked somebody about it and they just laughed in my face. So fuck that guy. Like that, like Julia flames to the fire because that's, that's how Julia works. Um, Mayu posted something as well. Mayu uh, posted something a bit more, a bit more like it really sucks. This happened. And I really wish people would be held accountable, but this is my company and I get it. It happens like it's fucked up, but we need to hold ourselves. Like it was very much like a, uh, you know, let's let's all work together, guys. And Julia's like, I fucking am so up. <laughs> like it was, it was such a different vibe. Um, and I think that the ta- the the time difference with the show and like the issue there with the scheduling, I think that just kind of was on top of other issues that I feel like people have had, uh, Japanese like fans have had. Um, be it like 
ticket prices and um, injuries, the schedule being like too hectic and kind of fucking these wrestlers up. Uh, it, it feels like that was more than anything the the boiling point. You know, like the the time that boiled over and mm-hmm. got like hot, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Um, on top of that, Japanese people are just very punctual, and in Japan, it's like being punctual is insanely important. So just just the day before saying, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be like two hours late." Sorry, is not how you can do things, right? Um, so it's like a whole thing. They have like this investigation going on, which I was like, "Holy shit, this is like a this is a whole thing." Oh yeah, Kadani was um, upset. Oh, Kadani was insanely upset. He had to, like, leave something else, I think. It was, like, meant to be an idol thing. Mm. And he had to, like, leave to go to, like, Belfort or wherever to sort this out. Um, So, yeah, he's been on the warpath, basically. But uh, I don't, like, I don't know what's happened. I don't know what the repercussions might be. But everything was fucked up. And Japanese fans were not happy. So much so that they've posted a thing like to get refunds and everything. So just craziness. And yeah, Fukigan Death was pulled from two shows because they changed both shows, I think. So um Fukigan was meant to be on two of the shows this weekend and then was pulled entirely. So just uh chaos all around really. There might be more to it that we just don't really know about because that's always possible and it's 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 harder it's harder to find this stuff out because it is all Japanese, you know, like they're not going to be putting out a lot of English notices about the issues within their company necessarily. Um, and it's a lot just from translators and whatnot. So there could be more to it. Like it, it sounded like the, the amount of like, like the intensity of the, the issues of like the repercussions of like, we are having a, a, full spread internal investigation we're going to be asking the wrestlers i was like not to be conspiracy theorist about this but if this is just like oh the they fucked up and the show is two hours later why are you doing all of that like is there more to this or are is again is this like just sort of the straw that broke the camel's back is this about like everything um we probably will never know we might if it's like big enough but probably never know but i just thought that was kind of the story of the weekend in japan for stardom was this chaos surrounding um that sunday show that was two hours late yeah not their finest week to say the least no, um you know really. t- tam down a lot of people injured julia potentially flying nest uh chaos of the shows they ran amy and lady c versus eye contact twice in a row yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, crazy week from them. Uh, with that, though, it is time to get into the review section. Uh, there's only one show up, and it went up earlier today. So we'll just kind of fly through this. Uh, this is on November 3rd, 2023. It was Pro Wrestling Bar. Naderashiki presents the 13th Goddess of Stardom Tag League Toyama Tournament. Uh, this is in the Balfort Toyama in front of 436 fans, which it said is super sold out. So yeah, the the crowd was like hype. Oh, they were hot. Cool. Like they they, yeah. they were ch- they were chanting at one point, and I was Bro, like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Ruaka was the first person now on the show, and she was getting like like people were going crazy for her. I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> like big Ruaka fans out here. This is this is what this is what it's all about. Same, insane. Um, the opening match of the show 
was Micah beating the aforementioned Raka and Hazuki. Uh, Micah pinned Raka in five and a half minutes with a jackknife uh, roll-up, I think. Or yeah, just it was a jackknife pin. pin. All yeah, right. like the, the roll over. That, yeah. Uh, that Shawn Michaels did, you know. Uh, big fan of his. Shawn Michaels uh, guys over here, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this was a this was fun. You know, obviously I liked it because these are, you know. Okay. Uh, th- three Dylan wrestlers, so to speak. But no, I thought the funniest part was that Micah did win with the jackknife. It was kind of like out of nowhere. So out of nowhere to the fa- point that uh, it, the camera panned Hazuki, who was taking a sip of water outside the ring. Just fine. Like, she was just, like, chilling. And she was taking a sip of water. She's like, oh, I lost? Oh, fuck! <laughs> like, that was that was the finish. <laughs> it was Micah pinning Rock and, and like, Hazuki almost choking out her water. Like, oh, shit. I was supposed to be in there. Damn. See? It was tough. It was it was very. a very funny it was a very funny like framing moment of hers looking at the fans like did I lose <laughs> did that just happen yeah. what a what a time um, the match after that was Hanan and Mayu Utani beating Amisori and Lady C Hanan got the win over Lady C with seventeen in seven and this, a half minutes this venue is beautiful it is like I'm looking at these pictures holy shit it's very good. Uh, I only watched the GP matches now from this, or the, yeah, the tag league matches. So. I, I only watched the tag league. I only watched two of them because yeah. it right. was like yeah, 20 yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> um, we had Saki Kashima and Siri beating Sori Anu and Yuna Mizumori. Uh, Siri got the win in just under 10 minutes with a Suzaku. Um, and then yeah, we got into Yuna Red Goddess. In yeah. these pictures. <laughs> we got into Red Goddess block action. It was Tekla and Julia beating Hanako and Sayaida. Uh, Julia got the win over Hanako with the Bianca submission in ten and a half minutes. Um, I thought this was very good. Yeah, yeah, it was it was well done. Um, you know, everybody was doing good stuff. Saya was in for a long time, which is always good. She's she's pretty beast. Uh, she's her trying to like chop people. Lately. Her trying to chop people and then just hitting her faster, so she just got more and more annoyed. It was very funny because it happened Man, with Tekla and Julia. My favorite spot of this match, undeniably, was. Ida and Julia just like going at it, and then Julia like trying to get on the octopus stretch, and Ida just pushing her off, being like, "Man, fuck you!" and got the octopus stretch. She's never done an octopus stretch before. Like I don't think I've ever seen Ida do an octopus stretch, but she just pulled it out just to spite Julia, which was so based. Uh, oh. And I love it. Shouts out! Like I think Ida and Hanako, and I, I tweet this. I think a big part of it is because neither of them had a five star, so they both can go like full tilt basically, uh, effectively. And Tekla as well. Yeah, Tekla as well, but I, I'm I just think that like Minmax is kind of like one of the best tag teams in this tournament so far. Like every match of yeah. theirs, except for the one against uh Mina and Waka, like the three since then have been like good to like very good. Uh mm. which is not what you expect from Hanako, right? Like you you expect her to have a good showing and then you know that's pretty much it. These have been like legitimately some of the better matches of the tournament is Saida and Hanako. So Shouts out to them. Hell yeah. Uh, we had a Blue Goddess block match after that. We had Mirai and Mai Sakurai beating Mio Amasaki and Azumi. Uh, Mai got the win over Miyu in 12 and a half minutes with an elbow drop. Uh, this is another really good match. Uh, a lot of really, really good stuff in it. Uh, some fun yeah, bits it, to start with uh, Mai putting Miyu in the Paradise Lock and her just being stuck there for like a minute. And Azumi kept trying to break it up, but Mirai was, Mirai was running coverage. She was blocking her. So... Uh, it was a funny yeah. bit. I think this had the sloppiness you would expect from Miu and Mai uh, kind of carrying the match. Uh, not carrying, but 
doing the bulk of the work there. Like it, it had like the kind of like misses here and there, but I did think it was a good match regardless. Um, I feel like ever since I said my Sakurai is not that good, I still kind of stick by that, but she's been having like good matches. So like every time I'm just like, okay, I'm not saying she's bad guys. I never said she was bad. I did at one point. I don't think she's bad anymore. She's just not great. But like every time she's having solid matches, um, still hate that elbow drop. I still think it looks like shit. She should, she should well, not do that no more. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm into the my Sakurai. Uh, Miu is a real wrestler now, certified. This was the this was the day we had our moment Miu where it was like, okay, she's the one. Tommy. She was she got the chant that I was talking about earlier. Like this See, I had to watch this on mute because I had to watch this on mute because I uh, we were recording. <laughs> oh, I legit yeah, like you'll have to ago. go back. Like she got chance to start the match, and I was like, dude, what is? Oh what is wait, happening? no, I, I I do remember what you're talking about. Yeah, it yeah, was okay. She was over. Like yeah, I was, was kind of yeah. So you had like uh, you had Azumi picking her spots to do the cool shit, but honestly, I thought this was a really good match. So I had a good time. Um, match after that was a red goddess block match. It was Kurumi Hiragi and Risa Sara beating Waka Skiyama and Mina Shirakawa. Uh, Kurumi got the win with a body press over Waka in twelve minutes. Uh, this was fine. Every Mina and Waka match is just Waka getting beat up for a long time. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it was what it was. What it was. Uh, they tried to do like a big Risa Mina part, but it didn't really come off. I think the way they probably wanted it to. So that didn't elevate things to the level they probably wanted to. So it was just kind of like, all right, yeah, we, we you know, seen Walker get beat up again. It was, it was cool. So yeah, I thought they they'll they'll both have like better matches in there, but as this wasn't the one. Yeah. I mean, like, Kurumi and Risa had that crazy match with Crazy Star, and since then it's been like, okay, they'll they'll pick back up at some point. Um, that is the Risa-Sara special. I it's am. true. Nothing against Risa-Sara. Uh, I will never criticize she a wrestler for not... Yeah, she like, I'll never, I'll never criticize anyone for not going full tilt every single day. Um, but she definitely is, like, a very much a, all right, I'm going to try here and here, and that's it. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's been very kind of half speed since the big show, but that's kind of how Risa era works. So you, know, you just gotta gotta roll with it. Uh, the main event for this show was Megan Bay and Mei Sarah and Suzuki beating Momo Nabe, Fukigen Death, and Natsuko Tora. Uh, Megan got the win over Fukigen with the F five in eleven minutes. So yeah, pictures look fun. That's that's really yeah. it. I mean, they won um, again. Yeah. It's really a shame that that Suzu Megan Micah match, the title challenge, was that match. Um, six minutes of like storytelling. Brother. Six minutes of terribly done miscommunication. I, I'm storytelling. Still, I'm so upset that that was the title match and not these three against them. Right, because like fair. that, like I get, I get that the Micah story, but it's like the Micah story is not going anywhere at this point. I've given up on it. Um, I know it is eventually, but like it, fucking whatever. Like I just wish I got this trio, which is very good. Um, it's the best Megan ever looks, in my opinion, is when she's with these two specifically. Uh, I, I just wish I got that as like a title match instead of what we got. So yeah. yeah. All right. Um, that's the only show that's up, so the other two will just run through the results. Um, 
on November 4th, uh, they had a show in the Messe Gunma Exhibition Hall. This had 429 fans in attendance. Uh, the opener was Hazuki beating Rina and Tekla. Hazuki beat Rina with a Zuki Stroll in six and a half minutes. Julia and Mai Sakurai beat Fuki Death and Raka when Julia won with a backdrop. She pinned Raka in six, uh, well, just under seven minutes. Uh, Megan Bain and Micah won a three-way tag match in- involving Siri and Saki Kashima. Uh, Megan pinned Lady C, who was teaming with Hina, with an F5 in seven minutes. Uh, Mariah and Amisore won in 12 minutes in the return of the New Eras. They beat Soriano and Yunamis Mori. Mariah got the win with the Mira Mari submission. Uh, Mariah could have promo after this, and she was very yeah. upset with Soriano. So Soriano got under her skin. Soriano was like nice. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to watch it, I guess, and see. But she was heated, man. She I will was, she say, was very heated. There was also backstage that they didn't note down here um Amisori just did not look like she wanted to be near Mirai. oh yeah they seem to be teasing something i think it's because um Mirai teamed with uh my sakurai yeah. instead of ami so ami Which is like they, hey what the hell in some way they will pay off um when yeah. they have that match at the end of the tournament yeah we'll um, talk about later. yeah um you know if they do Mirai and ami for the white belt i think that might be it for the world and i think that'll be it um that, that match will like uh, actually no i've given up hope on that <laughs> okay because like i feel um, like i feel like they've had that match like maybe two times and i've always been like that could be good and it's just it's it's not <laughs> never is yeah i don't know uh we had hanako and saida beating momo anabe and natsuko tora uh, and a something? big upset what this is the first time Ida's ever pinned Natsuko, who was her debut opponent. Dude, that is crazy. This is yeah, also man. one of like this is also one of maybe two legitimate wins, like tag team or otherwise, over Natsuko as the leader of oh. Um because like Natsuko beat her by DQ or Saya beat her by DQ one of those years in the tournament. Um I think she might have won like some tag matches. Legit, you can go on cage match. Saya Ida has beaten Natsuko three times like wow. in okay. any in any configuration like even like big stars multi-persons if she's in it she loses mm-hmm. just well, like a huge fucking and obviously since momo's joined the way to ida is like her favorite person to beat uh yeah so yeah this is like a pretty huge like for the ida for the ida fans out there this is a huge fucking win <laughs> okay uh yeah she got the win with the Idabashi. yes yes okay all right uh we had a red goddess block match uh may sarah and suzuki beat waka skiyama and mina shirakawa suzuki and waka in nine minutes with the tequila shot um we had hanan and mayu Uitani beating miyu amasaki and azumi in the blue goddess block um it says both hanan and mayu got the pin but i assume that is incorrect. And it was just my or uh, Hanan with the backdrop yeah. driver. Yeah. Um and that so was our main event. Uh, wow. Hanan got to close the show. That's pretty I will say I like that they're giving Hanan the shine in this tag league. She's been getting the pins and they're letting her close the show. I think that's really cool. And a good experience for her to kind of you know get a taste for those ace duties before she's elevated. Yeah. I think I fucked yeah. up my spreadsheet. Oh no! What Why happened? Isn't it... 
so I'm looking at it, and I have a Zumi and Miu down. Oh, it's because it's Mia. I fucking wrote her name as Mia. Oh, that's not good. What? How did you manage that? I don't know, but like I was so confused. I was like, they should have like six or seven points, but they only had two. It's because I misspelled her name. Right. Um, where did I miss? Oh, it's up. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Mayu and Hanan is that their tournament's over. Uh, I see. Yeah. Um, Megan and Micah have to win their next two, which are both winnable, and mm-hmm. they will beat them. Uh, We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute because it's right. there's three shows, it's so it's not like it's very easy fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be good. Uh, the next show to review, or well, not review, but <laughs> you know what I mean. It's on November. F- <laughs> yeah, uh, this was a tag league tournament show in uh, Ushiku Sports Park Gymnasium in front of a uh, sellout 334 fans, but that is tier one of three tiers of sellout, so not an actual sellout. Probably would have been an actual sellout if the time was better. <laughs> Maybe. Um, the opening match was Suriano and Yuda Mizumori beating Hazuki and Saeeda. Anu got the win over Ida in 11 minutes with a German suplex. We, we had never a win five-way for long. match. <laughs> <That is laughs> no, you really don't. Uh, we had a five-way, uh, which was Azumi beating Hanako, Hina, Roka, and Rina. Uh, when Azumi rolled up Hanako with the Izumi Zushi in eight and a half minutes. Uh, Megan Bain, Mai Sakurai, and Micah beat Saki Kashima, Mirai, and Siri. Megan Bain, of course, pinned Saki Kashima with an F5 in nine minutes. In a red goddess block match, Tekla and Julia beat Waka, Skiyama, and Mina Shirakawa. Tekla actually got the win in this one with a diving body press over Waka. Um, the the you know, blue goddess funny. block. This was one of the matches that I kind of predicted uh, Mina and Waka could have won because Mina could definitely beat Tekla. Tekla yeah. was like, nah, this is my meal right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Blue Goddess Block, uh, Ami, Sora, and Lady C beat Hanan and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, this was the revenge match from two shows beforehand where Hanan pinned Lady C. This time, Ami, Sora pinned Hanan in 11 minutes with a, uh, like a thunderbolt. And then in the main event, we had a Red Goddess Block match. Natsuko Tora and Momo Anabe beat Mei, Sarah, and Suzu Suzuki. And Momo got the win with the Tequila Sunrise in 11 and a half minutes. Can I say it's very uh, funny that Ami Sore and Lady C were like, hey, we ain't going to get a main event. Let's talk on the mic now. <laughs> like in the semi main. I respect it, honestly. Take yeah, take your chances. Yeah. Uh, did they say anything of note? That is the, um, is the real question. Riwa Tokyo Towers have ended the eye contact streak. That was, that was the main thing. Oh, okay. And yeah, um, Mayu. I like how my Sakurai like... still. Oh, they had they had Kidani come out to the ring during this. Yes. They even have that on the report. Yeah, yes. that's crazy. That's All right. Um. Okay, where is there? There. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, we ended the eye contact streak. Is there still a chance for us to win? Come see it. We're aiming for the championship. That is the most bland promo ever. Um. Well, I guess we can do the preview. So we have a few shows happening this uh, weekend. We have three Stardom shows and one New Japan show. Uh, the first of which is on the 10th of November. This is a tag league show in the Sendai Pit. Oh no. We're back <laughs> in the pit. Um, there's... Where's the card? Why is there no card? 
Hello? Oh yeah, there are no cards. Uh, we just have to look what? at the chart. We need to talk, look at the chart. There's no card. I hear. I'm not doing this. Okay. Dude, if they it. couldn't be bothered to give us the cards, then that is ridiculous. Okay. Um, I'm still trying to figure out this fucking spreadsheet that I fucked up. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, the tenth. We're talking about the tenth, November tenth. Yep. Okay, November tenth. We'll see. Uh, Mafia Bella versus Shuri and Saki Kashima in Red Star's action. Okay. How are we feeling? I don't know. Does it matter? Yes. Aren't like both of them eliminated? Or Mafia Bella oh, still damn. alive? Wait, if they win two, they could move up to eight. But then may say... Yeah, they're, everybody's still alive except for Sai and Hanako and Mina and okay. Well, but but this will eliminate one of them, one team. Okay. Well, it's probably Mafia Bella winning. Mafia it's... Bella probably wins here, and then Shuri and Saki beat Maysera and, and Megan May or yeah. Maysera and Suzu, because I feel like Saki over Maysera has been like telegraphed for the entire time. Um, yeah, just getting that's that true. win back in tag league. So yeah, right. uh, that's probably that's probably Julian Tekla. Um, next up on the tenth. Is um it is XL, it is Natsuko, Tora, and Momo Watsunabe versus Prominence on the 10th. Hmm. I actually I before this tournament started qualification. Yeah, before this match started, I had it as like a no contest draw. Yeah. Um because I feel like this is just gonna like it's just gonna get thrown out in some way. Uh I feel like a disqualification might be a little bit eh, and I feel like it's a great place to kind of keep Risa Sarah and Karumi humble, I guess. Um, without actually having to beat them, beat them, and even if they do beat them, they could do it with nefarious means. So, I'm leaning towards a draw or like a Natsuko Momo. Actually, Natsuko Momo are higher than Risa Seren Kurumi right now. Um, I, yeah, it'll probably be a draw. I feel like this makes well, sense for a draw. I mean, are we expecting prominence to go through to the final? I kind of just think it's going to be prominence. Yeah. Okay. So it's either going to be prominence or Julia and Tekla. So should prominence. Go in with an advantage in points I think, wise. I think what this needs to be, if Natsuko and Momo win this, um, should we just preview the final day and get it over with? <laughs> because well, we don't there's have no the, cards. We don't have the numbers yet. What do you mean? Like we can make it up as we go along, couldn't we? We could. It's up to you. Like, like there's no cards, so we're the just other the other match. Yeah, the, those are the only tournament matches because FWC's out. So those right. are the only two tournament matches on okay. that show. Let's see. Well, yeah, what's on the um, November 12th? It's, 12th uh, is the final. No, 11th. 11th, it's in Utsunomiya in the Light Cube thing. The 11th is um, Min Max versus Prominence. Right. And um, Mariah and Amisore versus Megan Micah. You mean Mariah and Mai? Yeah, Mariah. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, Prominence wins. And if Mike and Megan win, are they like through? Or what's the story with them? So you no, don't if, even have the if, tables if Mar- here. No, actually, actually, well, I have the tables. If Mariah mm-hmm. and if Mariah and my Sakurai win this, did they beat? Who did they beat? Um, no. Okay. So if Mariah and my Sakurai win this, they are tied with. Uh, homegirls with eye contact mm-hmm. um and that would effectively eliminate um azumi and them and the, 
they have three matches left. Yeah, so this would eliminate Divine Kingdom, I believe, if they lost this. Okay. Because even then, even if Divine Kingdom, if Divine Kingdom lost this and won their next two, they would only get up to eight, and they have losing tiebreakers against uh, both teams at eight. So I think Divine Kingdom has to win this to keep them kind of looking good. All right. but also, I That's don't know fair. because they don't have a final day match anymore. Oh my goodness! None, <laughs> none of none of Blue Block does. I don't think <laughs> pretty much. Dude. Like it's there's one of them. Uh, it's Mariah. This tournament is so. It's Mariah Maisakai versus more. Lady C and uh, Ami, and I think that is all of them. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. And then on this the twelfth, which is the final. And the Aori Nagaoka, which I feel like they've run before, but I can't remember for what. They definitely have. I still Nagaoka. Oh, Sendai Girls has run here. Maybe that's why. Yeah, Stardom hasn't run here this year. Tony Sendai. Well, obviously, yeah, like the, the, the men's promotions have run here, but yeah, yeah. Uh, not so well. Stardom on a pay per view here in February of 2022. Um, hmm. Seven hundred pounds. Oh so, wait, wasn't that wasn't that the uh, big one? Wasn't that a big deal? That was Saya Natsupoi. Yeah, that was a big deal. That yeah. was that was Kid and Azumi. That was the yeah. that was a weird venue to run the final of a tag league, um, especially one that is Frankenstein like this. So, yeah. what matches are actually happening on this day? Um, oh, they don't even have it up, do they? What uh, the card for the final? No, no, they have no cards on any okay, of the shows. The matches that are actually happening are uh, Mariah, and, Mariah and Mai Sakurai versus Lady C and Amisore. Okay. That's it from the blue block. Um, Shuri and, uh, like I said, Shuri and Saikashima versus Crazy Star, which mm-hmm. I feel like is a Shuri Saikashima win so that Crazy Star doesn't go through. Right. Um, and then it's Mafia Bella versus Prominence. Right. And, oh, and Moonlight Venus versus. XL. Okay. Yeah. So Blue Block, what's the story there? Blue Block, um Okay. Like is it I'm... Micah and Megan win? So are they through? Wait, when's the Zumi Miu? Wait, hold on. Did I fuck that up? I'm sorry, this is this is a bit okay. I haven't been paying. It's attention. not your fault. Okay. Stardom should have the cards up. So so Azumi Azumi and Miu have that match with Megan and Micah on the tenth. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, did not, maybe? Yeah, so, because Megan and Micah have three matches left. Um, technically, they have two matches left, actually. Okay. Oh, that fucks up this entire card, because they don't count the FWC wins. I hate this. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at my spreadsheet now. Fuck stardom. Uh, yeah, so, basically, Micah and Megan have two more matches. Uh, if they win both of them, they are through. Right. Um. Actually, no, that's not technically true. What? Realistically, because I think everybody, I think everybody sees it as Mirai and my Sakurai probably falling to Ami and Lady C, just because that's like an upset that makes total sense. Yes. Um, yeah. In that case, Megan and Micah just have to win their next two matches, and they're in. Okay. Um, if Megan and Micah don't win their next two matches, and if Mirai and my Sakurai um, also don't win their next two matches, then Mayu and Hanan go through. Right. So that can't happen. Mayu is not, not in town. Yeah. So, the most likely end goal is Divine Kingdom win on the house shows, and then Marai and Mai drop here 
and send Divine Kingdom through. Yeah. So because yeah, anything basically... else is pretty silly. I don't think Mariah and Maya in the final makes any sense, given Micah's current story is how she's like, Megan has completely changed my life post Hemeka. So yeah, so kind of so have to have them go to the final. Yeah, so M- Micah and Megan will technically go um, all in one because they have won so many uh, forfeits. They, have, they will have lost one match, and it's to Mayu and Hanan. Because um, that's the only way for them to get through okay. to the final. I assume the also, red is easier. Red, you could also technically block... draw one of those matches. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, if they want to fill the card, they might do a playoff there, but I think Divine Kingdom goes through either way. Oh, no, they, so... they can't draw a draw. Um, oh. Like, I mean, like, if if they draw, they will go to nine, and they could still win the tournament. Oh, right, um, okay. Well, as long as they one. win one and draw one. Okay. You know, if, if they don't lose okay. both of their next matches, they will be fine. Right. Um, you get one. Yeah. Red side, it's either Prominence <laughs> or... Julia Tecla. Pro... It's crazy well, no, 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 no. Actually, okay, so the way I'm seeing it... Uh, the way I'm seeing it is Crazy Star is effectively out. Because I feel okay. like that upset just makes total sense. That's true. With that is Shuri true. and Sakashima. So uh, is, it, is it just prominence versus Divine Kingdom? Is there the I two feel like strongest? That's, yeah, I feel like that makes the most sense. Okay. Who then um, wins? Because... I don't fucking know. <laughs> I feel it's kind of weird because prominence is beef is with Suzu, but Suzu isn't tag chap. So, no. you know. The... See, the way that I saw this when prominence first said they were going to be in tag league was oh well they're gonna win win the tag titles uh before the end of year thing and julia suzu are going to challenge them and mm. that was like but since everything's pushed back there are no tag team champions because one of them's injured uh we're lucky to get a a tag finalist versus um you know tag champions or a gp finalist versus champion <laughs> match yeah. until at least early december um I feel like Divine Kingdom makes more sense now. Uh, but I think yeah. pre-injuries, Risa Sarah and Kurumi made more sense, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Kurumi and Risa doing a V1 or V0 is pretty silly as well. Um, but I also don't want prominence... You can definitely see it. <laughs> I don't want another prominence, like, hey, we won the belts, so we're going to hold them until the spring show and then drop, because that would be two years in a row, doing the same story with prominence. Um, they also do that with 7-Up. But they also did that with the artist belts. Yeah, so that's true. So uh, I think the best course, specifically for Micah, would be to have her and Megan win. And then you You can end Megan's run at Dream Queendom against Anno and Poi. This would be terrible, but wouldn't it be crazy if they gave that to Divine Kingdom and then AEW just felt like being dicks? I feel like like, Megan would be like, why? (laughs) And I don't think Megan would do that. I do think that would be like a bigger hassle for her yes, than anything. But it would be very late 2023 stardom for them <laughs> if that yes, should happen. Um, yeah, I think Divine Kingdom just wins. I will say that I'm pretty sure that would make it so that um, that Ano and Poi would have like a crazy, like would be one of the most successful tag team champions of all time. Maybe. Because they already have one defense. Ones? Yeah, so they'd be V2. Yeah, and nobody gets past V3, so that's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true, actually. Um, I don't know. 
I think the most uh, simple way is there's Divine Kingdom anyway. Yeah. No, Divine Kingdom should probably just win. Again, I if they wanted to do something like big with the Julius Suzu stuff, that would have made sense, but I don't think you can anymore. Like no. I don't think you have time to do any of that. Uh, plus, that would imply Julia winning, uh, having three straps at the same time. Two mm. tag straps, um, presumably. So... But the yeah, so but Risa Sarah and Kroom are definitely going through because Julia and Tekla cannot beat them. Um at best they can draw. Alright. So yeah. Well, that is Tag League. Um sure. <laughs> um It's crazy they didn't put the cards up. Scott told dude, me that this morning. Absurd. And I'm just like I'm just like, I'll figure it out. And then like I'm actually doing it, I'm just like, why the fuck didn't they put the cards up? <laughs> Very poor form. They also didn't they also didn't account for the FWC uh being out thing of course they didn't of course so if i mean but this is if f if goguma's there that's a whole different discussion (laughs) yes maybe because but but then again they also have they also have tam and yuna as being there and they're not is goguma on the gold rush card i don't remember no no she's not okay she she got taken out for hanan remember oh yes yes yes. for the, the, the ladder match okay um well we have another show this weekend to talk about, and it is Lone Star Shootout, New Japan's Ooh. show on November 11th in Garland, Texas. Every time I hear Garland, Texas, I just think of uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers player, Darius Garland. This is, this is Dallas. I mean, it's probably Garland, but... Yeah, it says Garland, Dallas, Texas. So, yeah. anyway. Um, I know someone from Garland. I don't remember who. But... Okay. <laughs> anyway, the key here is that Mayu Iwatani uh, not the Stardom has this on their website. It just says Mayu will participate. They don't even have her match, but she will be defending the IWGP Rossi Women's hates title. Stephanie Vacker so much that he refuses to let them put her on. His website administrator seems to hate doing work, so I don't know. That too. Um, but anyway, it is Mayu Utani defending the IWGP Women's Championship against Stephanie Vakir of CMLL. Um, I, I was kind of intrigued how this would go because. Vakir is a double champion at CMLL. Yeah. She just won but one of the matter. women's belts. <laughs> and she just won the brand new tag titles with Zeuxis. Yeah. So I was like, politically, CMLL might want to throw their weight around. But they say... Draw. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure New Japan did like one of their first uh, like strong... But this draw, is a 60-minute time limit. Oh, yeah. So. It's the IWGP. Um... Fuck it, let him let him go Broadway. This should be crazy. I mean, I'd be down for it, but I, I think Mayu just wins. Um, yeah, no, definitely. With Mayu, I mean, I say this a lot, but it's probably best to have her hold the belt until the movie comes out because it's very easy press to just have her with an IWGP belt, you know. Yeah. So I don't see her losing it. Um, it'll be a cool match, though. I'm I'm very big into Stephanie. Mayu is awesome. Um, if they get time, I think they'll do something really, really cool. Uh, if you haven't seen much of Stephanie, I mean, CMLL is technically free. I don't think they care. <laughs> Lucha Blog uploads all of their stuff um, on a delay, and I don't think they give a shit because they don't oh, yeah, archive this is, it. This is kind of a bigger arena. Yeah. Like AEW so, is it. If you go through Lucha Blog, you can find Stephanie Vakir matches oh. for free. Um, her match where she won the belt with. Catalina, I think it was from WWE. Uh, that's a really good match to watch if you're if you're trying to see what like Vakir is about. So 
uh, go through Lucha Blog and check out Vakir versus um, Catalina or even one of her tag title matches. Um, but you, I mean, you probably saw her on the New Japan show the other week, yeah. so you probably know what she's like. But if you don't, it's easy to find. Yeah, um, she's very. My is the pain. That is that is all I can say. I'm just, um, I'm just checking to see um, what the venue looks like because that's my that's biggest freak. pet peeve with these uh, strong shows is that they always look like shit. Um, yes. So I kind of just want to see like what the last time they ran them how it looked, but I'm not finding anywhere. So fuck me, I guess. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I thought we would have less to discuss this week, and I guess technically we haven't been going that long. Uh, I was late. You also took two uh, breaks, and you were late, yeah. Yeah, I was late. So, um, see. Anyway, I asked people for a few questions. I was like, hey, we can take like a handful. And we got about four, because I was very much like, please don't ask too much. So, um, the first one is, um, if Tam vacates, what would you do? Uh, how do you <laughs> kind of fill the time to Sumo Hall? So, if it's me, um, I think I keep. I I do a tournament at the the Nagoya show, and I say, look, the winner of this mini tournament faces Suzu, and then you have Saya challenge after that for Sumo Hall, and you can do a Mika Suzu rematch. You can then do Mika Saya if you so please. You can do Suzu Saya. But I would focus it on that November show at this stage, and I would I would have, yeah, you know, just be like, oh, Micah, you were a GP finalist, um, you did well in the GP, you're a former champion. They wrestle, winner faces Suzu because she's the GP winner. She shouldn't have to do a tournament. So that's how I would do it. I don't know about you, Dylan, but that's me. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like it all depends on who is available to come back at what time. Ultimately, that's true. Um, I feel like, and I, I said this that it's not unrealistic that they run back Micah and Suzu mm-hmm. as a as a. Well, I would have honestly. Match. I would have. I would have run it on Gold Rush. I just been like, let's do it, crown a new champion. But um, I'm assuming that we have to follow the current booking. So, like that, that's probably what I would do. Is but then at the same time that means Micah loses or Suzu will lose, loses. I, I still think there is the the same issue, is that I don't think either of them should be losing a singles match to the other over something of worth right now. Like I think that's a terrible idea. I thought it was a terrible idea when they did it. I still do. Um, yeah, but you gotta like start doing these but, matches yeah, at, with Micah, that, especially like her stories. Her stories going a bit long. Just start oh, doing uh, stuff. The this uh this strong show looks decent. So um like the the camera work I mean. Okay. So that's cool. Uh sorry, I was just kind of yeah. I mean, I All would right, probably just fun. run. I'd probably just run Suzu and Micah back. Because uh, then, I, I mean, it depends on who they wanted to give the belt to post Tam, right? Saya um, probably. So. Oh, that was something that I did December. talk about briefly. I texted Scott about it. They might do a three way. Um, I don't mm, think they should, but I could no. see a Saya Red Suzu. Belt? I don't think so. I think originally it was Saya Suzu and Tam. Um, if Tam had to vacate and they just kind of left it for a minute, yeah. Um, or if if Suzu won it, you know, if Suzu was the de facto champion, which in a lot of instances that would be what happens in this case is oh Suzu like Tam loses by forfeit, so Suzu's the champion, but you don't really want to do that because 
you know, it's kind of anticlimactic to win a championship like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would probably, it would include Suzu and Micah preferably. Um, but if they were to actually do it, it would probably be Suzu and Saya. That's probably what they would run. Yeah, I would think so. Um, this is when we got last time, and I think we just missed it. Um, mm. But I, I thought I'd bring it up. Um, what would happen? Well, they, this wasn't the question, but like, what would it be like if um, Stardom and TJPW were booked by the opposite booker? So, in oh this no, case, we didn't get Coda... asked last time. Uh, we got asked this like a month ago, and we just talked yeah. about it in the Discord. Um, so in this in this scenario, Coda books Stardom, and Rossi books TJPW. And obviously, As things right are now. very different. Yeah, I think with TJPW, I think you would see Yuki Arai pushed to the moon. I think like right away she'd be white belt champion. They would, you know, they would boost up that international princess belt, and she'd probably hold it for a while. Um, Miu probably, probably start putting people belt. over. I think they'd make probably, like a high, yeah. he'd make like a high speed type of belt. Maybe not high speed, yeah. high speed, but something for the Suzumes and the Arisa. I, mm-hmm. I think. Somebody like Suzume probably gets pushed up the card, or yeah. Arisu Endo, one of the, one of one or two, maybe both of them. Uh, Miyu Yamashita probably starts putting people over, and kind of goes into that Mayu spot of we will call you when we need you kind of thing. Um, so yeah, TJPW would change a lot. I think he would just get behind a lot of different people, and you would see. Kari no would still movement. be in the dirt. I hope everybody knows that. Yeah, I'm she'd sorry. be like tag champ for a while. She'd she'd still be Momo. Like it's yeah. they're the same. Um. Yeah. Um. I think on the stardom side, Mayu would be like, my <laughs> Mayu would benefit so much because Koda loves the ace kind of. Which figure. is funny because like, what's the most winningest champion in TJPW history? It's definitely not as much as Saya. No. Well, you know what I mean. Mayu was that one like four hundred day reign when she like first became the mega champ. I don't know how many defenses she had, but I know she's done a lot. That out real quick. Uh, I think the two pay per view thing would definitely die a death, though. Coda does not um, look like that. Yeah, so she defended it successfully ten times before losing it. Right. So yeah, you're you're getting maybe one of those from Mayu, and then which I'm rocking with. I have been. I have been. I still am asking for a. Mayu red belt reign that like actually has like a lot to it because I don't mm-hmm. think she's ever had it. Um and that that was kind of what we talked about when this was posed to us at first. It was like just like a, a text thing. Is that it's like I thought, oh well in certain ways I think that like Rossi could learn from the ultra conservative booking of TJPW, where it's like yeah. you really let things kind of sit for a minute and if something gets fucked up you go back to it eventually. You know, you, you kind of are like, okay, Mayu, you, you know, you got injured and then COVID happened. Let's give you something that like really to sink your teeth into. Or Julia. Like it's very, like Julia is not anywhere near the red belt in any, either of our minds. Even if she stays past March, right? She's just not. Yeah. Like we don't see, mm-hmm. like I just don't see it. Going back to Julia is something that TJPW do, would do and Stardom just won't. And I think they probably, like it would make sense for them to do that. So I think in certain ways, do I think Coda would be a better booker? No, uh, if he was booking Storm. But I do think that there are things that Rossi can learn from Coda um, to be a little bit more like, okay, I'm going to run with this lineup for a while and let mm-hmm. them really cook. Because uh, he does that occasionally. Like like I said, the Sai Kamatani reign was, was that. But Sai Kamatani was pushed 
early before she should have been pushed. And eventually she grew into it. And then she had that reign immediately. She's only a few years in. Mayu's 10 years in and she's never had a definitive reign with the title, so to speak. She's had great matches, obviously. But, you know, so I, I think it's it's an interesting thought. I definitely think that Mayu would be kind of unbeatable, effectively, as would the Julias, I think. Um, as yeah, I think you'd see like the big three kind of replicated almost with, mm-hmm. you know, Siri, Mayu, Julia, maybe. Um to where they would be the untouchables almost like Siri I will say, would be I think you mentioned it. I think Starlight Kid and Azumi would probably just fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like those yeah, types like, would not like have it, any place. If, in, if we're going the to the past a little bit and like Koda had been booking, like Utami still hasn't like Utami is still maybe won two belts instead of all of them, you know? Um, so yeah, like there would be so many differences. I think stardom would see a lot more of a top heavy focus, whereas TJPW, you get this exciting rush of like a bunch of people moving up the card at once, uh, kind of in a way that people have never seen before from from TJPW. So yeah, I think a lot of stuff would change just because they both structurally view wrestling very differently. Um, I think both companies would be very interesting for a while based on it. But obviously, I think TJPW then would win out because stardom, you'd be like, okay, I'm Mayu. This is like twentieth big match in two years. Do you think, and this kind of has, you have to draw the line. Um, do you think that Stardom's wrestlers could overcome the TJPW booking or no? Uh, I don't think any that, wrestlers can overcome bad booking. I genuinely don't think it's possible. If you're running uninteresting stories and stuff, unless you are the greatest wrestler to ever touch this earth, I don't think you can do it. Enter Mayu Iwatani. <laughs> Well, okay, one person, but not all of them. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, imagine Shuri. I mean, or, me, imagine Julia like I said, being with. Like I said, I do. think I think Mayu having that having TPW booking behind her uh, would undoubtedly go down as like one of the greatest wrestlers, probably the greatest wrestler to ever live, because yeah. she would get to win so many matches and she'd get to defend. You know, like I think that's huge. But I don't know. It's it's, it's an interesting perspective. I would say. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, what starter match do you want to see happen on a big show or pay-per-view in 2024? Any match type, any belt, any stakes. Uh, do one that's realistic and one that's very unrealistic. Hmm. Um, my unrealistic one is uh, Azumi Tayo. That's like the big one. Yeah. Everybody wants it. <laughs> like, give it to me now in any form. Um, well, mine's way more realistic, but it is. And Scott actually just texted me this exact thing serendipity um may sarah versus ida just like giving me give give ida the high speed like let her do high speed stuff um that is like a realistic but not realistic where it's like just give her a lane and i think that'd be a really cool lane for her and scott just reminded me of that being an agenda i was pushing so mm-hmm. that, that's that's that um a realistic one is probably Ideally, Hazuki winning the wipeout and defending against Azumi and Micah. Those are the two matches that I would want. Um, if and th- that all hinges on Hazuki winning the wipeout, which doesn't look like it's necessarily happening anytime soon. But I think an Azumi wipeout challenge against preferably Hazuki, but also if she challenged Mirai, that'd be sick. Um, 
And also Micah versus Suzuki, I think, is a match that they've kind of been holding off on that they could definitely run at a big Fukuoka show. That'd be great. Uh, my realistic one is Julia Utami. I think uh, yeah, yeah. with Julia rumors swirling, do that match. So original, anywhere. buddy. Jesus. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, that's my realistic one. I could also say like a Mayu versus... I would, um, I, quite frankly, I mean, yes, Mayu versus Hanan would be great. Uh, I said Tam. I was thinking Tam. Okay, yeah, I said Tam as well. <laughs> I thought you said I thought you said Hanan, and I was like, that would be no, great. No. I would love that as a singles match, but there's nothing really for them to fight for. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Mayu versus Tam is the last Tam match I want to see with mm-hmm. somebody in the company still. I mean, oh yeah, like Farisa, big stage. If Arisa was coming back, oh fuck, like, but no, like of of a big stage Tam match, um, that's the last one I want to see is against Mayu. All right. Um. This one's a bit of a longer question, so I don't... Uh, anyway, <laughs> here's a question for you. If you could uh, do... You could come up with an eight-team tournament for a potential NJPW intergender tag team tournament, Ooh. which eight teams would you choose? So it's one person from Stardom and one person from either New Japan, AEW, or TNA. Um, so I guess I'll just do my eight, and then you can yeah, do your right. eight. Yeah. So my first one would be Azumi and Leon Slater. I think they'd be a very good team <laughs> together. That would be great. Just do the high-flying things. Uh, obviously, Mayu and Tanahashi. That is very basic, but that is what I would go with. Um, I would do Kenneth and Tam Nakano. I think they'd be a fun team. Um, I would put Swerve with Natsupoi. Because they crazy. would just cook. They would cook the entire. That would, that's crazy. I thought you were going yeah. to go with like Momo or like. No, Nado. that's crazy. Uh, Momo is with evil. Was or no? Yeah, yeah. Momo is with evil. Momo or Natsuko with evil is killer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how many was that? Four, five. I think it's five. Five. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Have I put Mayu? I have put Mayu. Uh, Shuri with Tom Lawler again. Uh, oh, I think yeah. that's a that's a fairly that's a layup. Uh, Utami with MJF. That's crazy. So, yeah, he's got the <laughs> he's got the devil stuff. He's got the crown. I think he'd fit her vibe. Um, the regalia. I might just put Yo in here because I really like Yo, but I'll have to that's wait and cool. see. Uh, oh wait, Mina Shirakawa. I haven't put Mina in. I gotta put Mina in. Mina and Yudro. You gotta do who's, Mina and Yudro. Who's charismatic enough to be in there with, with Mina Shirakawa? Mina and Tetsuya. Mina and Naito. Oh, that's brother. that's it. She deserves oh. it. Um Okay. My okay, so I mean I've talked about this before. I, I love this idea personally. Um I would do like Shoda and Hanan. That's a huge one. Yep. Um I would do just to like kind of go away from it a little bit. I would do Minoru Suzuki and Shuri. Um, Ooh, if, yeah. If we're if we're counting outside stardom, like like surrounding stardom, uh, actually Minoru Suzuki. Stardom. Yeah, but Suzuki Inaba. <laughs> so that's oh, not yeah. really stardom, but Suzuki Inaba is like number one. Um, but that's kind of bending the rules. But yeah, Suzuki Inaba, um, Hanan Shoda. I would say Eddie and Julia. No, Eddie and Hazuki was actually what I've been thinking. Yeah. Um, Eddie Hazuki. Azumi can go with like Azumi Kev Knight. 
What? I'm cooking. Azumi and Kevin Knight. That is weirder than mine. I went with Leon Slater. <laughs> yeah, but they they both just do crazy shit. You know what I mean? That's that's what it's yeah, all about. That's, yeah. Um. That's only four. Uh. Mm. Suzu, and. What about like, Suzu? Suzu and Desperado. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Suzu and Desperado would be cool. Um, I'm, I'd probably put Suzu with like an AEW wrestler though. I feel like Suzu oh. could fit. John. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Suzu and Moxley. Suzu and Moxley. Um, and let's go like Mayu and uh, and Tana. I mean, that's obvious. Like that's easy. Yeah. Um, and then Kamatani and uh, Hiromu. Oh yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah, and then yeah, Desperado and pretty much anybody. Like Desperado is just the best wrestler. So <laughs> Desperado and Momo. Desperado. Yeah, Des- and... I mean Despe and Kid have that already, and I get it. Um, mm. but you know, I-, I personally would love like a Desperado and Micah, which is a match they were trying to get done. Was Micah versus Desperado? Yeah. But I think that's a cool combo. Um, of wrestlers, I don't know. Th- these aren't like me actually thinking very much. I'm just thinking of what cool intergender combos would be as tag teams. Yeah, I, I love mean, that I question. We both have I've, I've always we both have heat, though. Yeah, I think Kevin some... Knight and Azumi is, is would low key be fucking insane. So like, that's... random. Um, like, I mean, like they're my two favorite, like, know. like speedy juniors, so to speak. I guess Kevin Knight is more just like a, I jump insanely high I would and you never, because of it. I would never have put Kevin Knight as a junior. I don't know why. In my mind, he's he a heavyweight. A like, he's, I just, I don't know. Like, I see he, him and I'm like, that's a heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw him, in, I guess um, it's because I saw him in CMLL doing the Rudo stuff, so I don't picture him as a flyer. And most you know? people in most people in CMLL are, are smaller. Um, yeah. Like, so I think that's like Mystico will never be in a junior tournament because he's not considered a junior, but he's also he is a junior. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Mystico is is a heavyweight effectively, but he's not at yeah. all. Well, Mystico's <laughs> just a god, so you know it's he's, exactly. he's allowed. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that was that was fun. Pity oh, we ran Naito, out of Naito time. Utami, Naito and Utami, because Utami is yeah. such a nerd about Naito. I think it would be great for her. Remember when Stardom <laughs> and Bushiro tried to make uh, Julia Naito comps happen, and uh, we just didn't go with it at all um, but anyway that's not what we do <laughs> uh it's time to close the show we'll be back mm. next week at some point because i won't be here next wednesday just like you weren't here this wednesday which is why we're early um but anyway uh it's time to close the show if you want to stand mm. you may stand if you want to sit you may sit believe today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in ejo ejo